Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. What's up, Greg? No, I'm joined by a man who's eight minutes late for this show because he was out the front waiting for JFK Jr. to show up. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board listenership, as always, blockheads, millions, etc. around the fucking world. Do, do you, I remember when JFK Jr. died. Mm, and, but the only reason I remember it is because they referenced it in Seinfeld, I think. Ah, okay. Oh, wait, was it after Seinfeld? I think it was after Seinfeld. Yeah, it was after Seinfeld. But there was an episode of Seinfeld where they were all about JFK Jr. So as soon as I heard he died, that's who I remembered. Not JFK Jr., the son of the, you know, the political guy. Not not JFK Jr., you know, the member of, like, the American quote-unquote royal family. I remember JFK Jr. as a reference from a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, the dude that uh, slept with the virgin. That's right. Yes, he did. He, yeah. he eventually did. JFK, John F. Kennedy Jr. Jr. That's right. That's right. Nice, wow. Gary! So are people still looking for him, are they? Uh, no, well, apparently there was a conspiracy theory that uh, JFK Jr. was going to reveal himself uh, that his death was a hoax earlier this week, and a whole bunch of fucking morons decided to gather in the US um, for his supposed re-arrival. And unfortunately, he didn't show up. Yeah, that's a shame, I guess. Um, yeah, you know. a lot of unemployed people, I'm guessing, were in the tens of thousands that decided to show up for the conspiracy oh, theory, so good on them. Don't be so surprised. I mean, people people believe all kinds of funny shit now. We're um, still waiting for Elvis to come back, so yeah. they're cool. Yeah. Uh, before, we start on, before we start on the nice, show, uh, Gary. Yeah, need to take a, a quick detour before we kick off. Right. Uh, I get get a little pop up on my phone. You know the the small like minuscule messages you get on on the top of your phone screen to go, hey, you've got like a tweet, you've got a, me- a text message, you've got an email, you got to do yet another fucking no. system update, whatever no. it may be. No, I can tell you I do not know that feeling because I reckon about a year ago I turned off Disabled. all notifications on my phone ah, and my call. life got, you know, markedly uh, more improved directly after that moment. That's it's why you amazing. don't reply to my text. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, makes well, more sense now. Yeah. Well, like, but don't take it personal. Like it's just. No, I get it. My my thing, like, we have to stop. We have to get out of our mentality right now, Greeno. We have to stop letting the machines tell us what to do. We're, no, no, we tell them what to do. You know what I mean? So if, I'm, with, I'm with you. My phone is never near me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm similar to you. Like, I get the notifications, but I don't bother looking at them because right. my phone sits in another bedroom. But isn't that then, ruder? Well, isn't that ruder, really? Because nah, you know... Not. You're fully aware that you're getting notifications, but you just choose not to look at them. But I turn the notifications off. I don't know if I'm getting them because I'm not near my phone. I'm not like someone who obsesses over their mobile. Of course you're getting them, though, because you're so popular, Green, are you? Nice, Gary! don't get much. You're a very popular guy. uh, I was waiting to pick up my daughter this afternoon at school, and this little message pops up. I see the ding, and and I was actually looking at my phone at the time, so it was convenient. Hmm. And I see, all I see is this message comes up and says, Joy of Pessy mentioned you in Sex Mustard Factory. And I'm like, what have I missed here? (laughs) I I assumed uh, Pessy was trying to sell me some erectile dysfunction gear, so I didn't click on the link. No, Pessy Pessy references are by far the most obscure. Like, I'm down with a few of them because I was either on or watching at the time. Yeah. But these the references that the Pessy world extracts 
if you're not familiar with the actual, like, I don't know half of them. And I'll yeah. say to Pessy, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you know, yeah. because it's like Pessy is such like an out of control train, like the yeah. whole lore of the show, you know, the story of the show. Yeah. Follow it. If you don't follow it from one week to the next, you'll be fucking left behind because they're, yeah. they're inventing a new mascot, a new character. Right? Yeah. And you'll be like, hang on, wait, wait, is this the dancing horse or is this, uh, is this the bread pheasant? Is it which one are we doing now? Are we? Is this the guy who fucks the dolphin? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What a, this week, sex mustard. Apparently, sex mustard. Yeah. So I think this is on the back of Boobaween. Yes, of sex mustard should have so, been on the front of Boobaween though. Really should. He reckon uh, early on. Yeah. This this could be yeah subset subset of Boobaween. Hmm. Irrespective, yep. interesting <laughs> text to see and try and make sure that my kids' teachers didn't see yep. uh, on the phone. Fantastic. Nice, Gary. We've got the big. You should Jim show it. You should show them, Greeno. When you go to pick up your daughter, go, hey, 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 love, come and have a look at this. <laughs> Tell us yeah. what you think. What My you mate does Booba Ween. Yeah. They yeah. talk. They do movies with titties in them. What do you reckon about that? It's called Joy Pessy. I've been on there. Yeah. <laughs> you should have a listen. You love good it. Good times. Yeah, good times. Uh, it's the Jim N Word Super Show. So a bit of a backstory for our for our listeners. Mm. Jim N Word's one of our. Oh, I don't know if he's a When I was telling the backstory, um, <laughs> so, so Jimmy, I don't know if he's a loyal listener or not. I don't know if he listens to the show. I just think he likes sending through content, and I appreciate oh, it. It's good. Yeah. He sends through good gear. Now, generally, what happens is because we're the most inverted narcissistic podcast in the interwebs, uh-huh. we we don't look at it because it's not our shit. So we're like, well, does does any of the content Jim sent us involve ourselves? No. Well, fuck it. We're not going to do it. Okay. Uh, then occasionally it gets to the point where Greeno has been too lazy to write any content mm. and it's like, hey, what's Jim got in the bank? And we pull a couple of things out. That's scary. Uh, nice, Gary. Yeah. Now, we realized we had a uh, week before last off and Jim had sent through a whole bunch of quality gear, but mm. we had two weeks worth of quality gear already banked up that yep. was inverted in us. We're drowning in gear. It's everywhere. Yeah. 100%. So we promised last week that we're going to get through all of Jim's quality gear yeah. this week in the big Jim N-Word Super Show. That's right. And boy, has Jim delivered. He's uh, fucking delivered like Carl nice Malone, Greeno, the mailman. But I do mailman. have to interrupt the story. Uh, I do have to interrupt Jim N-Word's uh, Super Show of the Week, Greeno, to raise two points. Uh, the first point I forget now because you fucking rattle on so much. <laughs> it was like four minutes ago I thought of what I was going to say. Just waiting for a chance. Yeah, got to uh, be quicker, mate. Got to speak faster. That's true. The second point is, I had a story time, and it's an impromptu one, so the show is going to have to be a little bit longer. I like stories story. about pinatas. Because I got a little that's bit true. of impromptu you story. Time. Story? Can I interrupt? Can we do a bit Please. of uh, open kimono? Yeah. You said before the show, hey, it's a big one. We're going to have to call. Like we might have to do on the fly. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, we'll just skip through the stories as quick as possible. No, no, that's no, not no, how it went del- down. We're going to delve into all of them to make sure we're not missing quality jokes. That's not now what we happened. we've now been going for 15 minutes yep. and we haven't touched the first story yet. Exactly, and, and that's why you've got to be open. And that's why you've got to be open to you know adjusting the rundown on the fly. Green, you've got to be adaptable, Greeno. You've got to be would fluid. It, would it be a bit awkward if we end up culling all of the Jim N word content on the Jim? I think N-word I show? I personally think that would be amazing because <laughs> the I and you just reminded me, nice Gary. Nice Greener. Gary. You just reminded me of the reason, the first reason I was going to interrupt you. Jim N word for the first time, I think, is actually live in the chat. 
oh. right now. It's right. Because now, no, because I'm gonna probably because we called it the N word super show. You fucking read my mind. I'm now like, I'm going to give Jim a tip of the hat and a nice Gary. And a nice Gary. No, Jim's taking the inverted and narcissism to the next level. He's Jim taking the day off to do this. Jim, Jim has never listened to uh, one second of this program never. until he realized we nicknamed, we named it mm-hmm. the N word super show. He hates so us, he, really. So right. intentionally, he's the only program he's going to listen to is the one that's about Jim. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I really should have it keyed up, Greeno. I really should. <laughs> that's it. Oh, mate. Why, how could I not have it? Yeah. The big jail. How could we not have it on the fucking super show? Here we go. What was your impromptu story time? The impromptu story time, Greeno, and I guess it's it's going to be like an interactive exercise for you and the blockheads, Greeno, out there. Yeah. I'm bringing a lot to the table on this one. All right. It's coming in hot. So, I guess what I want you to consider is how long will you hold on to a lie that's clearly a lie just for pride, Green? Nice, Gary! Now, I'm not talking about anything serious. Like, I'm not talking about murder or raping someone or, you know, holding up a liquor store or anything like that. I'm talking about the kinds of petty lies that couples will engage in with each other in Mm. order to kind of get the upper upper hand on the other one. You know what I mean? Till death do you part death is the answer to that part. question. So yeah, that's how long you hold on to the uh, the innocent lie. Exactly. So here's the scenario, yeah. right? We got this new little barbecue a few weeks ago, and it's working out pretty well. It's just a little new barbecue. And well, okay, we need to explore this a little bit. No, it's just a little one. It's just a little cheap one. Like it's a just a cold type thing. Huh? Little hibachi type thing. Uh, what's a fucking hibachi? That's one that has like coals on it. On it or in it? Like on, yeah, in it. So it's kind of like a the, the heat comes from the coals. Yes. The charcoal. Yes, yeah. the heat comes from the coals, Greeno. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fantastic. Nice, Gary. Fantastic work there. <laughs> Figuring out the barbecue right. situation. Right. Does the heat come I'll from the coals? Yeah. Right. Dickhead. Like I'm talking about, like, I'm, I thought maybe you bought like a gas barbecue. And no. you just got a small little two burner or something. No, fuck no. Fuck that. If, if I was going to get a gas bar, why would anyone buy two burner gas barbecues? Honestly, eh? Like, uh, when you live in an apartment. I used to have a two burner. I almost set the apartment alight. Yeah, but in the, exactly. So in the apartment, this is where you get the little kettle thing that I got, right? Mm. You know, like the little dome thing. You can do roasts yeah. in there. So I've got the apartment one and they've got the house one. But anyway, putting that to yeah. one So I picked up this little barbecue and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this little roast in it. But. Mm. They, I, we were having an issue and I was like, mm, you know what? Oh, I had a lot of things going through my mind, but I, pop, I popped the roast into the kettle barbecue. Don't you, have, don't you have a spit already? Uh, no, not at the moment because I got I chucked out the last one. It was a piece of shit. Okay. So I got rid of it, scrapped it, Greener. So the next one skipping I think that. will be part, skipping that. Yeah. So the next one will be part of like an outdoor kitchen or something, but it won't be at this house. You know what I mean? Okay. So fuck that off. So we I chucked this lamb into this little kettle barbecue, right? Now, the situation comes up, Greeno, when I walk back into the kitchen and the lady book says to me, Greeno, get this. She says, how come you didn't put any salt on the outside of it? Nice, Gary! Now, in this house, and I'm sure it's the same at your house, I'm the meat preparation guy. You know, it's it's the man's job to prepare the meat, cook the meat, you know, do the salads and the vegetables and all that kind of stuff. 
but the man has to be on the meat. You know what I mean? In the Greeno house, it's the the man does all the cooking. All the cooking. Like sal- salads, pastas. You know, yeah, beef. but I mean, yeah. like if if she bread. said she wanted to help, though, you'd say, "All right, well, you can cut some bread up, I guess." No, nah, I'll, 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 I'll let the uh, the lady Greeno uh, set the table. Set the table. <laughs> nice, Gary. That's, that's the help. <laughs> set the table. Oh, stay out of the kitchen, though, by the way. But just yeah. set the table. It's reverse. Yeah, it's reverse sexism. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, stay out of my kitchen yep. instead of get into the kitchen. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> You're actually more of a feminist than pretty much anyone. I'm progressive. You're very yeah. progressive, incredibly progressive. So she asked me, why didn't I salt the meat up? Now, I know in my heart of hearts that I forgot, Greeno. I just forgot. Yeah. I forgot to put salt on the outside. But mm-hmm. under the pressure of the moment, and like not wanting my my role and my authority as the meat preparer in a house to be questioned because that can lead to mutiny, you yeah. know. So uh, I came up with this wily scheme in a fraction of a second. I said, "No, I never put salt on the outside of it. <laughs> I cut it up and then I put salt on it once it's cut up after we've yeah. roasted it." And she kind of looks at me funny and she goes, "Really?" And I go, "Yep, that's that's what we do every <laughs> single time." And now. Here's the thing, Greeno. For, for, for the remainder of that night, I thought I got away nice, with it. Nice, Gary. I thought I got away with it. But here's the thing. Ladybugs sat on that for about, I'm going to say, around 18 hours. Yeah. And the next day when it was all forgotten and we were sitting out the back, like, after work and we were having a chat and she's like, so anyway, I don't think you normally do not, you know, leave the salt <laughs> off. <laughs> leave the salt off for him. And I, and I looked at her and I said, no, no, I always do. And then she, she pushed on it again. She's like, no, 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 you don't really, do you? And I look at her and I'm like, oh, you know what? <laughs> no, I just forgot. <laughs> nice, Gary. And the reason I came clean was, Greener, because I, we, we, we both agreed that keeping up that lie means that for the next 20 years, I'll never yeah. be able to have a good lamb roast ever again. Exactly, yeah. You're going to have unseasoned shitty meat right. for the rest of your life just to keep up that small little petty yeah. lie. Good call. No, you did the right, right thing. Like I, um, I literally said to her, I don't know why I would defend this lie. This is yeah. like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not dying on this hill. No, no, I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your little story. I like stories about pinatas. I've done, I've done similar things where I like I don't normally get to the end of the lie though. Yep. I'll start to come up with an extravagant story, yeah. and then halfway through it'll be like, "Yeah, no, mate, I just fucking forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just fucked up. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with the lie. It wasn't going to work. I yeah, you caught me. Well done. Yeah. Um, Look, let's just know. admit it. I don't even want to be yeah. around you right now. So yeah. you know, I was just yeah. kind of making something up to go away. We just messed up. Just messed it up. Oh, Should we make a start on the N-Word Super Show? Hey, I guess. Should we do an ad break first or just get right into it, Green? Nah, now? let's get into it. We've got to do a couple. A couple, right, of, nice couple of gyms before we, uh, we play the big gym music. Yeah, here we just, go. Well, Greeno, just before we start the the, uh, the N-Word Super Show, <laughs> I think there's something else we, we, we should discuss. No, I'm only kidding. Uh... Item number one on the Big Jim uh, N-Word Super Show. Kids Corner Toy Greeno and Fancy Dress Shop in Hearn Bay. Is it Hearn Bay? Would you say it was Hearn Bay? I think it's Hearn Bay. Refuses uh, to take Gestapo uniform off sale, Greeno. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Obviously because it's a popular seller up there, wherever that is. 
It must be Keen. There must be Keen on a Gestapo gear. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of little kids getting dressed up. Uh, it's apparently, it's in the UK. Uh, a toy and fancy dress shop has refused to take a Gestapo uniform off sale despite complaints from the Jewish community, Greeno, that it is offensive and insensitive. I, I really don't understand why. Uh, why would people... <laughs> Why would you lobby to have somebody not sell something? Isn't it good enough to just not buy it? Mm. What's what am I missing here? Theoretically, by by leaving it on the on the floor, be, you're actually reducing that entity's profits. So by taking it off, making it do a recall, you're actually putting him in a better financial position, thus supporting the Gestapo in the end. Yeah, and also, Greeno, there'll be like a million assholes in the UK who now see this article and go, really? I can buy a Gestapo uniform for my kid? Fucking sign me up. Yeah. And this is the name. Yeah. This is the name. This is the store. They've given the uniform. They've shown how it works. Uh, There's outrage. There's going to be automatically people that are opposed to said outrage and going to get up into some Gestapo gear that otherwise would not. Now, uh, you've also got these dyslexics who might be keen on a a gelato. (laughs) They're now going to order... The Gestapo gear, I think. <laughs> nice, Gary. So you call up, you call up looking for a chocolate Gestapo, Greedo. Yeah. Uh, people might be keen on a cold tomato soup. They might be looking for a gazpacho. <laughs> the boys Lexics are going to unfortunately get, <laughs> unfortunately going to get some Gestapo outfits. Uh, it happens. Yeah. The poor dyslexics. Have anyone thought of the dyslexics, Damon? No, nobody ever thinks of the dyslexics. The poor dastards. I mean, it's just yeah. not right. Uh, let's look at some positives yeah. from uh, COVID, mate. We, we try and look on the bright side nice. of life yep. where we can. Hmm. Uh, the good news is for our poor friends over there in the cigarette industry yep. who, who get a bit of a bad rap, you know, all they're trying to do is put some uh, some quality tar in people's lungs. All they're trying and... to do is put some fun in your life, you fucking exactly. stiffs. You know. yeah. Yep. Uh, but the good news is, uh, you going to read the story or am I going to read the story? Well, if you have to ask, cigarette sales in America were falling. Then COVID hit, Greeno. COVID. Nice. COVID caused COVID caused cigarette sales to go up, Greeno. Mm. How about that? I guess, I, what is it? Like, so if you can't do anything, people just sit in a room and smoke. <laughs> there's actually, there's some, some method to this. Now, firstly, because uh, you're, you're a vapor or you're a smoker now. Like, you're a bit of both, right? A bit of both, yeah. I like to dabble. Yeah. Is it is it harder to get vape? Vape stuff like during the pandemic than it was pre-pandemic. Uh, definitely, of course, because there's all little parts and pieces and things mm. to your vaping devices and all that kind of shit and the fluids and all that stuff. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, cigarettes so firstly, are the same everywhere. You, no one yeah, ever runs out of cigarettes. Exactly. Now, so firstly, I think yeah, the vaping the vaping community uh, have been found it harder to get the vape gear. So in turn, they've gone back to the mocos. Yeah, could be right. Uh, Secondly, like, you know, I used to be a smoker and during periods of inactivity is when I'd smoke at my peak. Uh, So if I was sitting around like, because I'm a fidget, all right? Yep. Like, as you can tell by how rapid I talk, like, (laughs) I like, I got to be doing something. I got to be moving. I got to be, you know. You're you're a little energizer, Bunny Greener. A hundred percent. And I I was flat as a tack before the show. I was ready to go to bed. Me too. But as soon as the lights kick up. We're good to go. Because it's Friday night. You've just finished your week. You're fucking tired. You just want to have a couple of beers and not off. You want to fall asleep on the couch watching some kind of sport that you don't even care about, you know? No, I like getting on getting on here and wasting people's time. Exactly. It's much more fun. Yeah. Nice, but, but for me, smoking, smoking was kind of like my time filler. Yeah. So I had nothing better to do. I had like, I, I just, yep. Yeah. 
pack half a way to pack a, pack a day. Now, in a pandemic, there's nothing to do. Mm. So I, I guarantee a person who might have been like oh, a quarter pack a day was up to a pack a day. A pack a day smoker was like two packs a day and so on and so on, yep. even at the exorbitant prices. Mm. Um, I did have a third logic to that. Oh, uh, general stress. So inside the pandemic, people are a bit more stressed. People might be a bit more, you know, a little bit uh, more anxiety. on edge, Greeno, yeah. yeah, on edge. No, for me, I, I'm on the beers more mm. uh, during the pandemic than I would have historically. Yeah. But if I was still a smoker, oh, geez, You'd I would be have been puffing chugging my the fags down, Greeno. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, there's, there's logic to it. There's yeah. definitely some logic to it. Okay, well, um, there you have it. Nice, That's- Gary. That's what nice. happens when an accountant hosts a pretend sports comedy show there, Green, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can broke it all down for you. <laughs> the, the irony of it, though, that yeah. uh, in the cause of a pandemic that's caused by something that destroys your lungs, mm. smoking goes up. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I, think, get, I think I'm going to give... for the mocos. Absolutely. And I want to give uh, the cigarette companies, Green, a nice, nice Gary. Nice, Gary. Because I just want to point out how adaptable they are. They always seem to come out on top, don't they? So there are a lot of very clever people just giving a nice product to everyone. Are we allowed to, you know, promote? Nice, Gary. I don't think we're allowed, are we? Uh, we got we got two listeners, mate. It doesn't really count as promoting. That's like telling a friend at a party, pretty Smoke much. Smoke your brains out, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Uh, well, it's, so you mentioned weird, isn't it? you'd smoke more when you're having beers, Greeno. Do you reckon you would run while you're having beers? Um, my general rule is no, uh, I have, I've smoked whilst running. I did the city to surf like many years back. Did you really? And I, was the, I was the only person lighting up mid, mid run. <laughs> and everyone's looking at me going, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, you know, could get the lungs pumping to get me through the, right. the hard, no, hard I need a, I need a cigarette to help regulate my breathing. Exactly. Yeah. You asked that question, obviously leading to the next story. Yeah, Canadian runner Corey Belmore breaks his own world beer mile record. I didn't even know there was such a thing there. There's just a record for everything, isn't there? There's a beer mile. Okay. Yeah. So what are you? What's your what's your record? Well, I ran for a, a mile holding a beer. Is that so, it? Well, okay. I thought, I thought you had to be drinking the beer the entire time. Well, does this mean now that we have to give an award to the guy who runs a mile and a half? And then two miles, big, yeah. And then two and a half, and then two half and a half a point one, yeah. Mm, yeah. So where do we stop? Really? Where does it stop? I mean, once you start in this behaviour, there's no telling what it will happen. Canadian runner Corey Belmore has broken his own world record in the beer mile world classic. They, Americans watch some fucking crazy sports. Uh, there was something on TV the other day, uh, and like it was on. I'm like, is is this really a thing? And it was the World Series of Air Guitar Greener. Was that on the Ocho? The World Championships of Air Guitar. And they had full, no, it was on ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like given the full sports treatment, like the full sports Mm. coverage. And here's, here's two time world champion of the air guitar, Johnny Saxberry or whatever his fucking name was, you know? And he's like, yeah, he's got great technique out there tonight, Bob. You know, they've been really working hard and uh, he, he really understands his game here. It's like, (laughs) it's fucking air guitar. They have the Little League too. Dude, the Little League's good. I don't mind that. I saw the lawnmower racing on it, though, once. <laughs> Shit, you know what? I'm like, really? I know they got to fill a couple of channels, but this is taking the piss now. Let's have a look at the beer mile. Let's, let's see what that entails, because surely they can't be just holding a beer. They've got to be drinking a beer the entire way, is it my looks, theory. It looks like he's sculling a beer. Uh, the 26-year-old became the first person to run, <laughs> run 
uh, under the four and a half minute mark this weekend in Manchester. He crossed the line in a time of 4.28.1 ahead of American runner-up. Robertson posted the time. It's not a bad way to pick up a thousand bucks and a free flight to the UK. I still don't know what was what he did here. What are they uh, doing? <laughs> the, oh, here we go. The event which requires participa- uh, participants to down a beer in each of the allotted four laps. Okay, so you've got a lap and you have to drink a beer uh, and a lap. So it's like that Simpsons episode where you're like, get first base, chug a beer. Get yep. second base, chug yes, a beer. Hey, we know how to play baseball. <laughs> I've always had a strong stomach and I've had a lifetime of training as an athlete. I used to eat dinner and then go do a full workout. So maybe that's where it started, Greeno. So he just worked the piss off. He'd yeah. be down the pub. He'd take his uh, exercise bike down the pub, Greeno, and just mm. do laps while he was sculling them with the boys. It's not that hard, like because you think about it. Once again, we're going to apply some logic to this this record. Mm. If you scull that beer, by the time you finish that mile, that beer probably hasn't hit your stomach yet. So you smash down another one. You you kind of like it's not really hitting your full bladder until you finish the mile anyway. So I don't understand, and like the alcohol content is not hitting your brain until after the race is done. So I don't understand, like, is is it the speed you do the lap? Is it the fact that you you sink the piss quicker than anyone else, or are they trying to make it like comical, like, oh, they're going to be drunk by the time they get to lap three, but they still make it home? Like, I don't think you're that hammered because Mm. the alcohol hasn't had time to get there if you're running at a reasonable enough speed. Greeno, do you reckon we pit maybe a few Australians against them and see what happens? Do you reckon we'd fucking smash them into the ground on it? Smash them. Yeah. Because we'd got two beers each lap and still two find beers. a way. Mate, mate, I used to work with blokes who would sink a six-pack before seven in the morning and then mm. spend all day carrying heavy furniture down fucking ten flights of stairs in the city and yeah. stuff. And they, yeah, were, and they weren't big guys. They were like old fucking 50-year-olds who, were, who yeah. would smash a six-pack. They would bring it to work with them, Greeno. They'd get out of the mm-hmm. car and sit in the car park at 5.36 in the morning sculling mm-hmm. fucking piss. And yeah. then work all day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, what's what's this one beer per lap? Per lap. That's like, exactly. that's like, oh, that's cute that you're teaching your kid how to do it, you know. <laughs> but when is he going to, when is he going to start, actually start gutting them, you know? No, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, what's when's the, the kid? The old cheesy line, does yeah. your husband drink too? Like, yeah. that's kind of the material I'm getting from that. When's your, when's your kid going to stop wearing the fucking girl's underwear, mate? Nice, Gary. <laughs> He should be down in at least two fucking Jack and Cokes and, and two longies of VB, Greedo. Mm, and you should have to – here's the thing. Here's the, here's the true test. You, like, if you're going to do this, do it properly, right? Yeah. So it's not about the sculling of the beer. It's no. got to be the carrying of a tray of a round. Oh, so you want to add a little bit of a skill portion as well. We need to add some skill because anyone can smash a beer and run a mile. It's fucking not that this hard. Is like the, not- this is like that slalom event, Greeno, at the Winter Olympics where you've got to ski mm. until your arms and legs fall off and then shoot yeah. targets, Greeno. Mm-hmm. You know, you're thinking That's- it the same way. Let's let's test them, the ultimate test. That's right. So you've got a couple of options. So, yeah, firstly, carry a tray. Then at, at, at station number one, you've got you to report. Then you've got to gut the four. Mm. Then you've got to report the schooners. And you're only allowed to continue to the next uh, lap if the head is, is quality. So mm. if you pull, pull a flat beer, you pour something that's half-half, we're not going to let you go. You've got to report. Yeah. And you've got to gut the beer that you just shitty poured. Right. So you've got a flat beer, you've got a foam beer, you've still got to gut it. So it, it should it, be a pint, I reckon, skill. not a schooner. I reckon a pint. It be a pint, it's fine. Yeah, yeah we definitely want to do a middies. It's got definitely got to be a pint or a schooner. Fuck it. But middies. if you can do four, it's got to be four, though. It's got to be four schooners. Mm. Okay, four schooners. Four schooners, four schooners per lap. 
per lap because you've got to yeah. do a tray because you've got to carry the tray. See, I don't know. Uh, I reckon that's. I reckon that would be a little too bloaty though because four, 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 four. Hey, right? hey, these these are professional athletes. <laughs> Nice, Gary. I don't want excuses made for these people. They can do it. <laughs> they're, they're trying to get a record. They've got to earn it. I reckon these fucking get Big Merv out there or Booney. Yeah. Greeno. Booney. Booney would have smashed it in his prime. That, yeah. See, that's the kind of sport. Fuck, why can't we have fun sports like the Americans do? Mm. Now, here's the thing. So I, I think that's only lap one, though. We've got to come up with other things for lap two, three, Well, four, I reckon you've got laps. to mix a little Jack and Coke in there or something like that. You reckon, you reckon lap two, Jack and Coke? Jack yeah, and Coke? yeah, because the beer's too bloaty. And there should be. we should go through a series. So we'll start off with the beer, then we'll have the yeah. Jack and Cokes, and then maybe then shot we screen. Then we go Jaeger bombs because we need the energy the for mix. the final leg. Nice, right? And then just straight shots for the last. The and last then tequilas, lip, lip, was it lip, uh, lick. Sip, suck. No. To end, end no it. lemon, no salt. Just fucking pound it down, Greeno. Just pound it down. Either, either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you can go yard glass. Uh, one yard. Oh, that would be brutal. That would yeah, be too no, much. Fuck yeah. yeah. Forget rid of the, the tequila. No, we'll do, we have to do yard glass to end it. Just one? No, just, yeah, two, one, just one. Two it, yard glasses, I think. I think one yard glass is fine to, yeah. to do the, for the final lap. And okay. then at the end, the only way you finish it is to double down with something. Nice, Gary. Um, nice, Gary. Now, that is something I'd be impressed with, not running, you know, four laps, having to drink four beers. Fuck that. I, I do that on Wednesday. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's just that's just every other day. Uh, how about this then, Greeno? Fan throws bra on the ice after TJ Oshie hat-trick goal, Greeno. I don't know who TJ Oshie is. Do you know who no TJ Oshie is? Nah, not not into ice hockey myself. No, I'm there was a time sport, but... there was a time when I was into it, but it was like late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, quack, quack, quack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. New Jersey Devils, mate, all the way. All right, yeah. let's have a look. Wrap around a tap, and they score. Score. Oshie. Hard work. Why not? Hard work pays off. But two guys, nice two. Do we get to see it, or is this just the goal highlights? I think they're just showing us the goal highlights. Well, that's a ripoff. Uh, no, nah, surely they, they're going to get to the point where they uh, show the bra. No, there's there a still. Go. There's a still of it, yeah. Ah, uh, just a still. That's unfortunate. Just a still, and we have to go to Instagram to fucking look at it. Ah, we're not going to do that. Uh, they give them clicks. Uh, the uh, only right. thought that I had when I saw this story, Damo, yeah. how cold were that lady's nipples? <laughs> Cut glass nice, with those things. Gary. Nipple stiffs. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of stiffs, Greeno, fuck Joe Biden chant drowns out Fox ALCS postgame show one day after they muted fuck you, A-Rod. People, do, do people not like A-Rod? People, no one likes A-Rod. Why? Firstly, he's, he's, a, he's a drug cheat. Secondly, I know your stance on drug cheats, but that, let's put that to one side. Well, uh, no, secondly, if you can't, guy, yeah, no, no, wait, before you, you can't just put it to one side. We have to, if you bring it up, we have to explain it just in case there's a new person. Yeah. When it comes to. There's no new people. The same six people listen to this show for the last decade. When it comes no to unity. performance enhancing drugs or drugs of any kind in sports, I say legalize them all. And let, let all the athletes take whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. We'll save billions of dollars on all of these testing regimes and shit. The people who are most committed will still win and we'll get to see like eight foot tall fucking supermen run the hundred meters in less than five seconds. And I mm -hmm. think everybody can be happy with that. And then if they die at the age of 32 because of a massive heart failure or what have you, 
then, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, well, that's what you wanted. It's, that's part of the deal. So just legalise all the... So, A-Rod, fucking good on you, man. Nice, Gary! Well, he, got, he got busted for the juice twice, though. So he got twice. suspended. He Shouldn't even be a crime. Like, he's like, I'm so sorry, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then he came back. He's like, yeah, A-Rod, uh, you know, like uh, re- redemption tour. Mm. And then he got pinged for steroids again. And then he tried to sue the league because he got busted for, for juicing. Did he have puppy um, and baby moments along the way? Had, and then, so here's what's happened, right? So then he retired. So he tried to sue the league. Uh, he lost. He lost. Eventually, was able to come back after he served like a year suspension, yeah. and then fans booed him because he was shit after that, and he tried to like sue the league, mm. and then he retired, and then the publicity machine went into play. So <sighs> first cab, off, first cab off the rank is like, well, we need people to like a rod again. So oh, they they, they gave him the cousins treatment, Greeno. Yeah, his pub, his publicist hooked him up with J Lo, who's mm. very likable, and then suddenly he was like this lovable like arm candy. Then they got him a, a cushy <laughs> job as like a commentator yep. and he offers nothing. They give him all pre-prepared scripts and it looks like he's a nice, knowledgeable dude, even though he offers nothing. Now, what he what he does though is he sits there and he reads the same pre-prepared lines every game. Right. So you notice it pretty quickly where you're like, why is A-Rod saying the same thing every how do, week? How do you feel? Very much so. <laughs> um, the most uh, ungenuine, ingenuine person, like, on wow. TV that was when it comes to fucking... baseball. Nice, Gary. Usually when you ask someone why does everyone hate this person, they'll usually say something like, oh, because he's a fucking idiot. Oh, he's yeah. a fucking dickhead. Greeno just, again, just broke it down over like broke the last down. 20 years of his fucking life. The like, reason I'm a forensic accountant, sir. <laughs> it's like you really, it's not that you don't, you don't, you know, hate A-Rod. You just know him so well that you dislike him. Because you know him so well, you know. Because of the douchebaggery, the moment, yeah, he's just not genuine in any way, shape, or form. He's the like I, I hate phonies. I'd rather someone just tell me I'm a fuckwit to my face. Yeah. But he's the kind of person who would be like, "Oh man, you're so good. You're the greatest." Blah blah blah. Love you, and bro. then he's stab, stabbing you behind your back in, in any way, shape, or form he can. I can't stand those people, and that is a rod. So you um, dick. All very good. Yeah. Let's let's fuck a rod now. Let's get to the the speaking final. of speaking of fucking greener. Mm. <laughs> Fab Jab Clinics are popping up this week to help LGBTQ plus Victorians get vaccinated. Chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. Now, can we discuss what a Fab Jab is, Damo? Because I, I, I haven't actually read any of these stories. I'm like, I'm, let's analyze it one more on the show. Okay, well, I can, um, I can, I can explain it to you like this. You've got the jab and the yeah. jab. Okay. Okay. All right. You want a Fab Jab? I, I love the idea. Like, I love – it's just so fucking patronizing. Like, this the, – the Fab Jab Clinics group are popping up this week to help LGBTQ uh, plus people get vaccinated. What help do gay people need beyond what other – like, do, do we have to have a man swinging his dick in the doorway to attract gay people to get the jab or something? Like, what, what special treatment could they possibly need as opposed to everybody else? Uh, before we go to a break demo, the irony of uh, the vaccine hesitancy mm. by the LGBTIQ not wanting to be jabbed by something is not <laughs> awesome. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. 
Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you for joining us uh if you want to get in touch with us you know how to do it little blue bird at the starting block one where we drop the cat in follow myself apple bumper you know uh, how to do it yeah you know how to do it greeno we've um we've been Talking a lot tonight, uh, spending a lot of time, Greeno, talking about Jim Manuel. Nice, Gary! Yeah. Uh, but, should we play his theme music again? Uh, well, okay, one more time, I guess. Big deal. But now it's time because we are such a narcissistic show. God, that was a big one. Uh, because we are such a. I couldn't even reach the sneeze button on that occasion, Greeno. That one just launched out of nowhere. Um, Mm. Because we are such a narcissistic program, I feel like it's time to draw attention to our own stuff one more time. Because I've been very proud of myself lately, been coming up with a lot of ideas for the show, Greeno. I've been juicing on the show. I've been Mm. talking to you about the show. I've been sending you in these great fucking segment ideas, and we've found another one, Greeno. So I'm very Mm. pleased to report. That this segment, I think this segment is going to change the show forever. Just me personally, you know, like when you take an idea and apply it to something else, it's clearly just a brand new, wonderful idea. Wouldn't you agree? It's a winner. It's It's always going to be a winner. Like it's never going to fail. So let's have a look at what's popping. The Real Housewives. This show is called What's (laughs) Popping. I thought it was called Painful TV Spinoff of the Week. No, that's our segment, right? Nice, Gary. Our segment is called worst uh most painful tv spin-off of the week but yeah. we're we're drawing our inspiration from a show called what's poppin what's poppin well i feel like we've missed the boat here yeah. by calling ours 
most painful TV spin-off of the week mm. when we could have had What's Poppin' as the name of the segment. Yeah. I Greeno, you know what? I think I just discovered where Fox News dumps their former female hosts. <laughs> on the on the set of What's Poppin'. What's Poppin'? What's Poppin'? And then they talk about uh things like this. Are going international. If you're listening to podcasts, you are now you are now watching a you know a trailer for the Real Housewives of Dubai. Nice, Gary. Stand very early on in the in the clip, I can yeah. see because and that's not me taking the piss. Yeah, it's legitimately a lot of sand. There's a lot of sand there. You know why? Because the viewers clearly, Greeno, wouldn't understand that it's in Dubai unless they have a shot of a woman walking around in sand. Sand in a sari. Yeah, that's the only way. Like, if they were in the modern part of Dubai with all the high-tech buildings and stuff, they'd say, oh, my God, this is freaking me out. Where are they? And Because they, yeah. the, the viewers are so dumb. They have to put the woman in the desert and go, see, this is a, a place where sand people come from. This yeah. is where camels live. And everyone goes, oh, I get it now. Mm. Now it makes sense. It's the land of opportunity. The land of opportunity. Dubai, Greeno. No, <laughs> no. Dubai is the land of opportunity. Look at the catch line. It's the new American dream. <laughs> I wouldn't. Not many people. If we do a word association thing, you know how, like, you know. This is real. They do that psychological test where you're like, you know, what do you associate with this particular word? I wouldn't say the, the words land of opportunity in Dubai would come up very often. I mean, it is. Place. It's the land of opportunity if you happen to be, like, born there. I think you're a sultan, yeah. Yeah, or you are like some kind of, um, you know, tech or engineering wizard because they do pay ridiculously huge. Well, they used to, probably not as much anymore. But remember mm. back back in the day when they were paying just ridiculous money for people to go there and work. Yeah, you know, like engineers, uh, engineers and shit. They would leave apparently, greener. They would leave like whole, you know, the the airport parking lots. They mm-hmm. all they would go through and there'd be like dozens and dozens and dozens of like Aston Martins and fucking expensive sports cars and shit, which the people who were working there just left at the airport because it was too expensive to take back with them back to the fucking UK. Nice, Gary! That's kind of cash. It's It's the land of opportunity, Damon. It's the land of opportunity. The land of opportunity. I want to see more. Like, I need to see more of this. You uh, want to see more of the housewives? Okay. Of the painful TV <laughs> Coming the in 2022. Can't wait. Wow. Christine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, let's, let's back up to that moron. On what's popping. Okay. Look, can we, can we use this segment? Wow. We've, we'd be better hosts of what's popping. Yeah. Than these two uh, dumbasses right here, like they're, they're not even feigning their excitement like we are. Uh, Got to get into it. Yeah. Of, of Dubai. Yeah. Now, uh, once again, I, I want to try and be a fixer. I, I don't want to try and judge it too early. Hmm. What if? Yeah. What if the opportunity was to build hourglasses? Mm. So a bit a bit of sand action. They got the sand there, and that's the show. <laughs> Like a whole season. Like people might think it's about bitchy, like Dubai housewives. No, no, no. About it's housewives. You have the land of opportunity. They build like sandcastles, uh, they build sand pits, mm. and they build hourglasses. That's it. Uh-huh. And it's just like a, like a how to do it, how to construct it, how to organize it, how to sell, how to promote it. Greeno, do they take a shit in the sand like your average house cat? 
like a kitty, yeah, a kitty litter. We could do some kitty litter. We could possibly. Yeah. That's, that's an opportunity. So there. we'd that, see that's the season two. We save that for season two. two, though. We don't want to use all our good gear early. See the housewives kind of scratching around and then uh, drop the drawers and. <laughs> You know. Well, like Dubai housewives, that's where they got to go potty. Only in the kitty litter. They're not allowed to use the, not allowed to use the man toilet in Dubai. <laughs> nice, Gary. There's decapitations that happen if that fucking if that goes down. In Dubai, it's like you'll speak when you're spoken to, and if you need to relieve yourself, you go outside with the other animals. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the Real Housewives show. They're all very loud mouth women. Yeah. This is just going to be mutes. Yeah, gonna gonna like, smack some respect into them, Greg. Season. It's going to be awkward. It's like a Marcel Mousseau, uh, Real Housewives. Uh, it'd be good. Yeah. Very good. I Looking like forward it. to now, it. Uh, yeah. You were talking about all, all the, the the great brand new content that you brought to the show. So this week we had painful TV spinoff of the week. Hmm. Uh, last week, oh, off memory, we had the most gratuitous celebrity endorsement of the week. Hmm. And the week before that, we had the weather segment. Okay. Um, now, we probably need to reframe uh, hmm. that term quality content being brought to the show. You think um, so? You don't think I we're think bringing so. quality content anymore? I don't, well, I don't think any of us are bringing quality content. But, what about uh, Jim? About <laughs> what about Jim? Well, Jim, Jim, Jim on the other hand, is fucking... No, yeah, fuck him. you got to lift your game. you got to lift your game, Jim. You can do better than that. Jim's we, coming through in spades. We, we, like Jim's we only got six topics out of him today. Like, I want to see ten next week. <laughs> we don't have six topics <laughs> on my desk. for the rest of it. No. Um, nice, Gary! What about next, mate? Ah, here we go, bro. Celebrities are fucked. I came across this uh, throughout the course of the week. Now, if if you want to know where we're at as a as a, a an earth, as a nation, as just general human people, uh, this this sums it up. Marilyn Manson is currently in a prayer circle with Justin Bieber and Kanye. <laughs> nice, wearing, What is going on? Wearing what looks like KKK gear. Um, There's a lot a of bit... black guys there. Yeah, but I think it's undercover. I've seen the Chappelle show. I know what they do. Oh. Um, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. Now, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't uh, Marilyn Manson currently under investigation for like rape charges or something and the like? Is he? Aren't they? All, uh, look, fucking. You know what? Aren't all these people always under investigation for something? And half the time it's true and half the time it's not. I can't keep up anymore. I'm just going to assume that they're all either, you know, guilty of fucking rape or accused of it. Like that's yeah, pretty much that's that. you've covered the whole the whole field then. Now, our, our good mate uh, is a very big Marilyn Manson fan. How do you think he'd feel uh, knowing that the Manson now is in prayer circles with Justin Bieber? I just want to know what's going on here in this yeah. here in this photo. Don't you feel like at some point, you know, in the last 10 or 20 years, Greeno, reality kind of split in half and it's been, you know, just chaotically kind of unfolding in its own way ever since? Like, look at this. It's become a circus. Yeah, it's, it's a bit all over the shop. I don't know yeah. what's going on Look there, at the guy standing behind him, Greeno. He's got those classic 80s mirrored gla- wraparound glasses on. Yeah, look at that. He looks that like an extra the- from Tron. There's a what were the the sunglasses that uh, used to be on late night television in Australia? Blue blockers. Blue blockers. I knew it was something blockers. I could not remember like me. Well done. Give yourself a nice Gary. Nice there, Gary. He looks like he's got some blue blockers cranking. <laughs> they, they look insane. They look like you know when a movie in the eighties did a movie about the like back to the, like they look like a Back to the Future fucking outfit. Yeah, back yeah. to the Future option. 
with Fantastic. the the, uh, the 2021 KKK. That's it. So good, they, yeah, good, the good news. Yeah. The good news. She talked about you know there's a black a lot of black guys there. No, the, the KKK now equality because they don't want to get you know deemed to not be equal. So they're allowing black guys in there. Oh, that's good. I'm I'm so fucking glad you brought up nice. equality because as you know here on the show, Greeno, we're very pro equality. We believe in equality. Uh, we, we fight for equality. equality. We do. Uh, we also talk about uh, women's sport and, yeah, and our position has not been in a derogatory way. It's we don't enjoy women's sport and that's fine because you don't have to like everything. Mm. But the, the reason we do it is because like, it's not just the uh, the highest echelon of a sport. Yep. In the same way, I don't watch minor league baseball because I can watch major league baseball. Right. Like it's as simple as that. doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, you know, uh, non-binary, whatever it may be referred to. If it's the chick from Juno, I don't care who's fucking playing the sport. I just want to see the best... Vern what what sport do you think the chick would, from Juno would have played when she was uh, growing up? Golf. I reckon she golf. definitely would have been like a t-ball girl. T-ball. She, yeah, because she couldn't have played. She's pretty short, you know. So yeah. that kind of limits her options. So a bit of t-ball because they can lower the t down before she hits yeah. it. You know. There you go. Run, Ellen, run, yay! You know, and she. <laughs> nice, <laughs> and Dad would have been watching, like in the stands, yeah. of course, obviously. He would have been there cheering him on. But but so what we've said is like if we want true because because then we're told oh we're you know we're we're sexist yeah which is garbage because we don't like women's sport so but but our point has always been on the show well that's fine let's get rid of both men and women's sport and just have both genders compete on the highest level. Chauvinists so and sexists and misogynists exactly. and chauvinists and sexists. That's the only way to get true equality and no kind of like, you know, gender and, and sexist issues. Yeah. So I was I was impressed when I saw this uh, earlier in the week. That <laughs> because the of the equality are, happening here. Of equality. Because <laughs> the good people at MMA, they yeah. don't want to be sexist, mate. They're just like, look, we're, we're, we're an equal opportunity. That's because they're so progressive, Greta. Exactly. If anyone's regressive, it's the people over there at MMA that are doing violence at a level that hasn't been seen since the early 1900s. Uh, just, the, just the barbary of it, Credo. The yeah, savagery. Exactly. Yeah. So they've said it's open season. Now, men and women are now allowed to fight in the same. As long as you're in the same weight class, though, because we we've got to be got to be fair. <laughs> equal, Credo. MMA fans were left disgusted. Can you imagine these bigots, Credo? MMA fans, <laughs> I mean, imagine, imagine watching a guy just yeah. fucking beat the shit out of a woman right in front of you and everyone doesn't know whether to cheer or not because they feel a bit weird about it. Mm. You know, imagine sitting there and thinking, imagine having a problem with that. Like, what sort of a bigot would you have to be? What Greeno? a sexist to these people to not be cheering on the fact that this is okay because finally we've got true sports equality. Exactly. Like, even if you're not. Even if you don't really believe in it, you should just cheer along anyway because it's nice to see it, Greeno, for the equality, Ooh. you know. After a female fighter was battered by a male opponent during an intergender fight in Poland, the base fucking Polish, Greeno. Nice, Gary! One viewer described the scene as horrific as the ref was forced to stop the bet. It was horrific, Greeno. Again, listen to these sexists in the comments. Yeah. They were horrified by this. Come on. Mm. What do you mean? Like, this is what we've always wanted, is it not? We're, we're finally letting people off the leash to compete on an even playing field, nice, Greeno. Gary. This is what we've been fighting for, girls, to fight each other. It's wonderful. So, anyway, uh, yeah, well, he beat the shit out people. of her. Yeah. 
Yeah. And people, people are horrified. Now, uh, it brings an interesting dynamic. So now, uh, when it, when people raise the you know equality when it comes to say gender hiring hmm. inside a workplace, do do you think this is this is going to be a, a pro argument or or a, or a nay argument when it comes to it? Because like, well, we tried to do an MMA, people were horrified. Hmm. So now, unfortunately, we're not allowed to hire any of one particular sex moving forward, depending on what the occupation may be. Right just to make sure people aren't horrified. Mm. There is an upside though, Greeno. There is an upside. That may, that being like, if we kind of follow through with this logic on the equality and stuff, then mm. we will be, you know, expecting at some point kind of workplace fights at the Christmas party and whatnot. And then you'll just be finally, you'll be able to go up to that annoying chick who answers the phone when you call the other department and just fucking smack her in the mouth. <laughs> Because you know they'll be like, "Hey, step back, everyone! It's one on one. It's a fair fight. You got to let him rip on this one." I'm afraid. And isn't that again? Isn't that what we all want? Just the the chance to be equal, Bruno. Sure, equality. Yeah, I love equality. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10pm Eastern Standard Time. Along with good conversations and... Laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I secretly enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. 
find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Program content. You messaged me last night talking about a bit of T Twenty action, Australia yeah. versus Bangladesh. And I, my first response to you is like, "Really, you watching T Twenty? Like, uh, who cares? Like, I didn't even realize it was on. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, and you were saying you were just a bit more pumped up, getting prepared for the Ashes. Yes. So uh, this morning, woke up, thought, "Look, I'm not going to commit." However many hours it takes for a T20, it's not that many hours, but you know, I'm not. I don't want to watch it. I'm not, I don't care that much. But I will watch the the mini compressed version of the game to see how it went. <laughs> Must have been a mini. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I woke it on. It was over in a minute and a half. Um, but firstly, nice, this, is a, Gary. this is a World Cup. Yeah. And there must have been, there was less people in the crowd than a Sheffield Shield match. I know. It was insane. I mean, and and because it was so funny too. I wish I had have just recorded it because I was kind of watching it in a bit of bewilderment. Like, is this really what's happening over there? Because like Reno said, there's nobody in the stands. Like you could count the people on the cover mm-hmm. on the coverage who was in the stands. The Cricket World Cup is being held in the UAE. God yep. knows what like are they doing COVID things over there? Is that is that part of the issue? I don't know. Well, even if there was COVID things, like there was people in the crowds, obviously they're allowed some people in. I reckon just no one is there for the matches. Because well, once again, <laughs> yeah. no one gives a fuck. Fans, they love, they love their W World Cup T Twenty cricket. Yeah, uh, like why? Like I, I think the United Arab Emirates would be. I think they're big into football, like soccer. But that's is that pretty much it? Soccer and professional wrestling. That's it. Professional wrestling. The Shake Greeno. No. The king, yeah. The king on the iron cheek. So, yeah, so there's five people in the crowd, but then the funniest part, it's so, it was so cringy and awkward that it became good. Like this, the ground announcers, Greeno, like Mm. the, 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 the chick who was announcing the batsman coming out, I swear to God, she must never have seen a game of cricket in her life. Okay. (laughs) Because with each one coming out to bat, I look, I know it's a T20, but when you're getting fucking pounded like they were, like it was four for thirty something at one stage, or six for sixty something, right? They were just getting well, smashed. Three for ten early. It yeah. was three for ten. So imagine this, right? You you lose a wicket, you're three for ten, and as you're walking off, there's fucking techno music pumping, and <laughs> and then a chick comes like you've got a golden duck, all right? The chick comes on and she goes like. Okay, Mohammed Saim leaving the field for zero. Coming up next. Here we go. Yeah. And then he just like, he's, everyone's just depressed. <laughs> and once again, there, there's no one in the crowd. So no once again, yeah, if it's a packed stadium, and even though it's like a one sided game, you can understand, hey, let's pump up the crowd. No, you're pumping up the six people. You can throw your head out the window and get some people to get some buyers out. But in the, in, the, in the exact same position, but no, nah, they got the fireworks going. They're like, ah, oh, we're going through with it, even though there's literally only six people in the crowd. And, and um, but also, like, if if the person who's doing the announcing has watched cricket, right? If the person is coming off for a duck, you don't do a happy announcement about it. You right. go leaving the field now, Greeno for a duck coming out duck, to bat. Right. Yeah, you know, because you're paid. If they come off like scoring a hundred or something, you're like leaving the field. That's when yeah. you rev fucking people up. Exactly. She's trying to rev up the crowd when he gets out on fucking zero, Greeno. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's fucking nice, Gary. Nice. <laughs> so that's that's the T Twenty World Cup. So like Gary said, what the game was over in fucking half an hour or something. Something it was like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. The highlights went for eight minutes. Yeah. It was it was a quick quick burn. I'm like, oh, I got more time to spare. Mm. Um, and oh, the only the only unfortunate situation because once again I was only watching the highlights yeah. and. I didn't realize that uh, a drop catch I watched was actually Matt Wade dropping a hat trick. Oh, really? Oh, really? Unforgivable, Greeno. You dick. Yeah. So Zampa uh, took two wickets at the end of an over, and then for some reason, Finchie took him off. And then he came on a few overs later, and the first first ball he bowled in that over, Wade dropped it. was a sharp chance. Like, the ball came on really quick. Uh, but he dropped it, and Zampa, like, you could hear Zampa yelling and going, mate, that was my hat trick ball. <laughs> And the look on Wade's face is like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I just dropped his hat-trick ball. So, yeah. um, I don't yeah, know. Definitely. I can't say. It's not as good a hat-trick. You know when the hat-trick is over, like, I know it's three balls in a row, three balls in a row. When the over split. It's no when good. it's split, it's different. It's not the same yeah. as getting them one after the other, is it? And also, what a dick move for Finchie to take Zampa off. Maybe, but maybe he well, took him off so he might get a better, like a, a more of a fucking bunny to bowl at. Nah, see, I don't rate that either. If you get once again, if you're going to get it over split overs, it's got to be back to back. You got to bowl back to back. You can't take him off. You got to keep him hot. It's kind of like the hat trick that happens over games as well. Like if you take the final two wickets back to back balls on a Wednesday, and then you play again on the Saturday, and you get a a wicket the first ball, that seems like a hollow hat trick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the hat trick, but technically, (laughs) (laughs) technically it is, but it's not in the spirit of the game, Greta. No, exactly. It's got to be one, two, three. Everyone gets excited. We have a good time. What about uh, this? What about this for spirit of the game, Greeno? What about this fucking thing that you sent through? Oh, is this? Uh, we got a bit of court dates. Oh shit! Wrong, but... Yeah, I skipped ahead. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, let's do the court dates and we get to stab me. It's fine. Uh, Australian uh, football players night out in New York City has ended in a jail cell. Jordan Degui, a uh, forward for Collingwood Football Club in Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> Did you just call him Jordan Degui? <laughs> Degoey? Yeah. Really? No, no, I, it is Degoey, but let's keep it at Degoey. I think that sounds better, Degoey. Greeno. I think he had a bit of Degoey, and that's, that might have been some of the issue. <laughs> I just realised it's a US. I'm like, uh, this is obviously a US yeah, he's article. In the States. Can't fuck around in the States, Greeno. It's not nah. Bali over there, you know. Exactly. Uh, I was arrested early Saturday for forcible touching and assault after he and a friend tried to grope a woman at a nightclub atop the Dream Hotel when a man uh, the woman was with tried to push them off. So a man, like, they tried to inappropriately grope a woman. Mm. Uh, the guy the woman was with said, hey, man, no good. So uh, they decided, here's a good idea. Let's smash him with a glass bottle and beat him. <laughs> nice, Gary. So they then, she then called 911. They were then arrested. The incident is not Degoey's first run in with the law. Uh, he's previously arrested in Melbourne for indecent assault after he and a friend allegedly sexually assaulted, and then the story's cut off. Uh, so, a uh, couple of interesting uh, thoughts on that. Firstly, not his first. Uh, first time in a similar situation. Mm. Secondly, we are in lockdown and no one can leave the country. How the fuck do these two criminal footballers get to leave the country to go to the US on a holiday? Because they're better people than us, Greeno. <sighs> yeah. Because they bring in revenue. Because they bring mm. in, you know, they put bums on seats, Greeno. Of no course, one else can leave the country. No, no one but else. The two AFL players can, can go over there and get a bit of a grope on, get a glassing on Greg Bird style. It's good too, um, isn't it? Like the Aussie, the Aussie footballers, Greeno, finally. Now we're going into the States and start fucking up their shit. Instead, instead of them taking a holiday here, 
you know, and and yeah. getting and involving themselves in the fuckery about Sydney as you mm. would when you're on holidays. Now the Aussie boys are like, you know what? Let's go over there and start grabbing us some fucking reluctant titty group. Nice, yeah. reluctant and, and, gash on the road. <laughs> and, and once again, it, it's it's kind of a rookie error from a couple of the uh, the AFL boys yeah. because they obviously didn't realise that they, these Americans don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. Uh, no. You know, if you're going to do payoffs, you better bring a big fat wad of cash because yeah. it's going to take some serious maneuvering. This isn't Bali, like you mentioned. No. You can't just do, you know, oh, we'll do a photo shoot with the prime minister and we're all good to go. No, no, no. <laughs> like they, they're going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you mess with the wrong people, you could be in a bit of trouble here. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. And I mean, mm. just chill out, America. I mean, the boys are just trying to let off some steam. So. If you have to sacrifice a couple of women here and there for the boys to, um, you know, relax a little in the off season, because really, aren't we all just looking forward to a, you know, a good footy season, Greeno? Isn't that what it's really all about? The fact that this is it's that guy's second big, big pre-season culture. ahead, Greeno. Is Collingwood the, the culture club in the uh, in the AFL? Um, they've had a lot of characters over the years, put it that way. Like fire, what, there was a story uh, back in the day, I think it was Alan Didak and Heath Shaw, I think might've been in the car yeah, too. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, when they shot shot the gun when they were driving over the bridge in Melbourne, shooting it yeah. up in the air from the back of the car. So, mm. you know, shit like that. There's always a little bit of fuckery around Collingwood, but I think it's just, yeah, yeah I don't know if they're the culture, because I don't think they pretend to be the, the reason the roosters were the culture club was because they would say that they're the culture club and then hire all of the biggest pieces of trash from all the other teams. <laughs> yeah. So Collingwood has their own trash though. You know what I mean? They don't really bring a lot of trash in. They don't have yeah. to, they've got their own, they've got their own trash. They've got There's a constant no supply. Exactly. Um, it reminded me of someone, I can't remember if it was last week or it did happen this week and I forgot to put in the rundown, yeah. was, uh, the culture club, the, the Sydney Cox. Yeah. Their, their captain, bit of, bit of, uh, bit of issue this week under investigation. Sniffy sniffies? No, no sniffy sniffies. He, oh. uh, he, he's gone a bit of, a bit of racy racy where he saw an Asian woman on the street, uh, during the week and decided to just yell at her incessantly, squid game, squid game, squid game. <laughs> Till the lady cried, and then he fucked off. <laughs> That's the captain, no, James Tedesco. Now, James Tedesco, for those, because I, I saw people coming in defense of James Tedesco what? on Twitter, going, oh, this is out of character for James. That doesn't sound like him. They always so, say out of, so, out of character is always so the first thing. To, to every single person on Twitter who I saw say that's out of character for James, I sent the link to when he was punched by an Italian teammate for propositioning his teammate's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. I forgot nice, about that. Fuck. We, did, we did that on the show about five years back. Yeah. And I'm like, so everyone was like, oh, this is not James. This is not James's go. It's not his go. And I'm like, not oh, his I go. Is, I, think, I think it is his go. And he's just such a good player. They cover up a lot of the shit. This one, the squid game wasn't flying. So Squid uh, game. What a weird, yeah. it's just, I don't think, it, see, the thing is though, this is one of those weird ones for me because I don't even know if that's racist or not. It's just weird. It's weird. It's yeah. a weird thing to say to an Asian person. Squid game. Yeah. Like, yes, I know it's a television show. Yeah. What is your point? <laughs> like, I don't, like, just, it's a weird thing. It's like an autistic kind of, it's like, like a, a bad boy a bubby reaction. Yeah. Is yeah, James, cool. is James Tedesco actually in reality? Maybe this is the real cover up, Greeno. I reckon the NRL is covering up the fact that James Tedesco is just a fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him talk. You might be onto something there. Squid game. Um, Squid game! Squid game! Settle down, James. She's just Asian. Squid game! 
Squid Game! <laughs> oh God! Put put the fucking put the potato sack over his head so he'll calm down again like a parrot, Greedo. Nice, Gary. Fucking beautiful. Speaking of uh, people with brain damage, demo. Yes. You got this link. Yeah. For this, your, what are your favourite man, Choco? I do like uh, Choc. That's not being like sarcastic. Choc? I am a Choc Mundane fan. I like him. Yeah. 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 So, well, what's Choc been up to this week? It's court day. We need the court day music. Court day. Yes, it is. Oh, no, we're going to start it again for the Choc. We're going to have the unless the details are start. It's it's not the same segment. Retired uh, boxer Anthony Mundine was back in court on Wednesday over allegations, Greeno. He entered a bunning store without a mask. What do you think of that? Mm. Chock. So now, Chock's very big on, like, the 5G. Um, he's into the conspiracy, is he? Greeno style. Oh, I, I don't know what he's into. He, he, I think he kind of dabbles a fair bit, though, quite heavily. Yeah. Retired boxer Anthony Mundine has appeared in court over allegations he breached public health orders by flouting. Don't you love flouting, Greener? Yeah. Mask rules at a Sydney hardware store. I, I just like the fact that Chock goes to Bunnings like a normal person. Or else is he going to go for his, all his hardware needs? Need some fertiliser? He's got to duck on down. Yeah, there's no competition either anymore. Remember when Mitre 10 was still a thing? Mitre 10 is still around. I purchased something from Mitre 10 earlier this year. but yeah, I had but to nothing like drive, they were. Had to drive an hour and a half to get to one that was open. Really? So did you? were you avoiding Bunnings or you just you, the thing that you wanted was at Mitre 10? Uh, the thing that I wanted happened to be at Mitre 10. Right. So they didn't have it at Bunnings. So I was like, well, I'm going to drive an hour and a half to Mitigong. Yeah, right. That's dedication. Yeah. Uh, the man was in July fined for allegedly entering a Bunnings store in southwestern Sydney without wearing a mask and refusing to scan a QR code at the store's entrance. Mr. Mundine claimed that he had an exemption to not wear a mask and that and made a purchase before leaving. So, see, again, people, these guys can get away with anything, Greeno. He was allowed to go in and buy something. No, it's You're going to have the outrage, though. They're not going to miss out on the sale. Let's be fucking honest. Yeah, I mean, like, Choc, like, if Choc comes in, if I'm the floor manager and Choc comes walking in, I'll go, shut up. He might be fucking buying, like, a whole supplies for a whole house or something in here. Mm. Fucking, you know, he's crazy. He'll do. He'll do some. He might be deciding to build an extra floor on his house tonight. Mm. Uh, detectives attached to Campsy Police Area Command launched an investigation. They're investigating Chock for not wearing a mask. Nice, <laughs> Fuck me. Have we caught all the criminals? Have we? Have we solved all the crimes? We're on to this now, are we? All the, all the criminals in New York now. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we've, solved, we've solved all the problems. There's nothing out there to worry about. So now we finally have time to investigate the Chock Mundine not wearing a mask at Bunnings case. <laughs> nice, Gary. Fuck me. Office, <laughs> listen to this. Detectives attached to KFC Police Area Command launched an investigation after they were an called to... <laughs> Task Force Chock Hunt. <laughs> they were called to the Bunnings Kingsgrove store on July 20, Greener. Officers then visited a home in South Hurstville where they spoke to Mr. Mundine. and issued issue When he entered the door. Yeah. Yeah, no, he probably should have been, though, to keep them safe, obviously. Well, let me get this right. So uh, they can have a conversation with Chock uh, maskless. Yeah. To interview him. But he can't. Uh, he can't go he down can't, for a sausage sizzle. Can't get a sausage, masters. <laughs> I can't believe they went to his house. So they went to his house and they issued him green. This is so. This is after the investigation, mind you. 
So we've done our investigationing. The task force has been on the case, Gruno. We've sent, we've taken statements. We've reviewed CCTV footage. Send it to the police commissioner. That's right. Sign off. Because this is a political one, this one. This is a political football. Nobody wants it. Uh, officers then, uh, he, they went to his house. They find him $1,000 for breaking COVID rules. Nice. Where are you going to court? Is he, is he contesting the, the fine? Uh, Mr. Mundine did not appear in court, and his lawyer, John Giang, appeared via video link and was granted a six-week adjournment. Okay, so he didn't go to court, so now he's just going to say to his lawyer, just fucking waste their time. <laughs> well, well, let's fucking back that up one second, because I didn't read the story again. Yeah. Um, so... They, they, I don't. Firstly, I understand why they went to court. You get a thousand dollars, you get a fine, mm. you pay the fine, you go away. So obviously, Chuck's contesting it. Yes. But then they, they've said they've rocked up to court, and now the reason you get an adjournment is because uh, you need more time to investigate the case. Right. <laughs> so we, we so need to do some more police work. Was was, was Chuck? <laughs> What are you investigating? What do you need more time for? Why do you need to adjourn? Was he wearing a mask? Was he not wearing a mask? Was he, if he was wearing a mask, sweet. Yeah. Have you got the evidence to get the mask? That he had the mask on? Excellent. No, fine. Is he not wearing a mask? Then fucking find him. I don't understand why it's six weeks. You need six weeks to look into this thing? Your Honour, I think you'll find Constable, Constable Dooley is in fact uh, confused when it comes to certain relative facts of this case. Uh, we suggest a six-week six week adjournment so we can further investigate the allegations against my client and the police can review their task force materials and perhaps, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's fucking insane, Greeno. I love it. It's insane. It. I'm nice, looking forward to doing this in six weeks' time, though. Yeah. We, get the, uh... we have to keep an eye on this now because we we're going to need the update six weeks from now, see what happens well, to Chop. Timing-wise, what are you looking at here, six more weeks? Well, that's around Christmas period. They might have to re-adjourn to the new year. <laughs> Make sure they get all the facts and figures right. Fucking unbelievable, isn't it? Well done. Uh, <laughs> let's do a little bit of stat, man. So, oh, a big congratulations. I'm a stat, man. I'll do the stat man's first. Ian Anderson's the first starting pitcher in World Series history. We taken out of a game after pitching at least five innings without a, a hit. So the guy was hit, hitting and uh, pitching a no hitter, and he was taken out in the World Series. Wow. Uh, they didn't get the no hitter in the end, even with the other pitchers. But nonetheless, never happened before. Uh, the Braves are the first team to not allow a hit through seven innings of a World Series game since the Red Sox in Game Two of the 1967 World Series. Uh, Jim Lomborg had seven and two third no hit bid, and that was the longest, the deepest team had gone with a no hit since the World Series in the World Series since Don Larson's perfect game. Uh, so, with all that being said. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. First World Series victory since 1995. Nice, um, our boy B.E. has had a very successful uh, fandom year when yeah, it comes to he's US He's had a sports. hot little year, hasn't he? Tampa Bay Buccaneers is his team. They haven't had success in forever. Mm. Uh, they won their first Super Bowl. And then Atlanta haven't won a World Series since 1995, uh, won their, their World Series. So I was very happy for B.E. Uh, throughout the course of the week. And yeah. fuck the Astros anyway, those, those cheating pricks. I think um, that, that nice, was fun. Gary. That was amazing because the only stuff I read about the Baseball World Series, Greeno, literally was people saying how much they fucking hate the Astros and want them to lose. That's the only commentary I could find. Like, I couldn't even find pro-Astro stuff. There was nothing. You had to look at, like, Houston, and that was it. And even them, people are, like, (laughs) 50-50. Are the Astros the A-Rod of the MLB, Greeno? Yeah, people generally just don't like them. Like, and it's a shame because there was actually a lot of likable people in that team. Um, 
where Dusty Baker, their manager, like 72 years old, I think. It was his first chance to go back to the World Series since 2002. Um, he's been like a lifelong um, – he's, he's an MLB lifer and has never won a World Series. So it would be nice to see Dusty win one, but he was with the Astros. Everyone's like, fuck him. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the old cut. Yeah. <laughs> Cheating bastard. He wasn't even there. Too bad. Fuck him. Exactly. So we, this would have been would, – would have this have been the first one that they would have won without the, the cheating cloud or did they correct. win one already? No, well, the, the one they the the one World Series they've ever won was the cheating year. Oh, right. Okay. So even though they say that they won it legit and all that kind of mm-hmm. shit, it's just contested by everyone. Everyone goes, no, nah, you yeah. didn't. Tainted. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they won it. And then the first time they get back there, they lose. That's well, no, they got back there two years later. Yeah. And that was because like, the investigations, this was 2017 when the cheating stuff happened, right? Right. But it wasn't uh, investigated and found out until 20, after the 2019 season. <sighs> Right. So what happened is it all came out after the World Series in 2019. The Astros were cheating when they won the World Series. Right. But they thankfully they lost the World Series in 2019 because otherwise it would have been an even bigger shitstorm ah, um, right. because they would have won it two years after already cheating and then all this news would have come out. Um, so they, then, they yeah. seem to make it every two years then. Every two years. Thankfully, they've lost the two since they stopped cheating. <laughs> well, nice Gary. Fuck them. Nice Gary. <laughs> Uh, in some uh, sad but also nice news uh, today, uh, Buster Posey, who's the San Francisco Giants catcher, who once again, this is kind of like a hometown thing, uh, announced his retirement yesterday kind of shockingly because he had a contract for next year for $22 million that he could have just opted into and played another year. But he's like, nah, I've had enough. Uh, I'm going to call it a day. Really? Uh, did, did a big press conference today. And he's, he's only 34 years of age. Okay. And basically, he's built up a Hall of Fame career. He's, he's probably... Actually, realistically, he's the best catcher of this generation. Um, Did he so win a World Series? Won three of them. Oh, really? Okay. He's a seven-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion. He's a former MVP. He's a former Rookie of the Year. He's a four-time Silver Slugger. He's a was he uh, his whole career with the Giants or whole, whole career with the Giants? So that's so fucking rare now, isn't it? He was drafted by the Giants in 2008, retired this year, uh, lifelong Giant, was part of every World Series team that we won Amazing. and was part of the record-setting team from this year with 107 wins uh, and then retired just unexpectedly because everyone just assumed he'd play next year and get an extension because yep. he was playing so well. He had he had one of the best years of his career this year. He's going he's out like, on oh, top. I had enough. Um, and he, he didn't – he did his press conference today and he talked about basically, you know, realistically uh, – like the injuries are starting to get to me and, you know, he's got a young family, want to spend more time with them. Do something and else. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, he, the guy's earned $200 million over the course of his year. Like he nice said, he's fine. Nice, but, Gary. Yeah. The, the, but I was, even me as, as a Giants fan, it's like, oh, surely, like, I don't understand. Like, why would you retire? You're still so good. It, it makes no sense. I understand. Like, want to spend time with family. And then the end of this hour-long press conference, this dude is only 34 years of age. He stood up and groaned in pain really? as he was getting up at the end of his retirement press conference. And I'm like, well, oh. if you're 34 <laughs> and, and it hurts you that much to get up from a seat, fucking credit to you, sir. Yeah. Um, nice unbelievable scary. career. Nice He's been the of his time and uh, has been, yeah. Uh, they reckon that's death. how, yeah. They reckon that's how a lot of fucking players, Greeno, um, realize that it's time to retire. Is the thought of doing another preseason, you know, yeah, like all of that fucking backbreaking work and shit. And then, like, can you do it one more time? Because they still love the playing. 
They still love, mm. uh, you know, winning with the guys and all that kind of shit. They still yeah. love the moments. They still love the sport. But it's the thought of the fucking training. It's like, nah, I've had enough. <laughs> like, this is a guy who's had some pretty serious injuries. He had his um his ankle destroyed in the year after he was a rookie, uh, to the point where they had to introduce they actually introduced a new rule to stop that ever happening again because it almost ended his career uh, in his second year in the league. Right. Then he had like major hip issues last a uh, couple of years back. Um, as long as, as well as the thousands of concussions you get from being smashed with a baseball in the head. So, um, unbelievable career for Buster Posey. And yeah, sad, sad that well, I've never seen a Giants season without Buster Posey in, in the lineup. So I've only been a fan since 2012. So right. he's always been a part. It'll be interesting next year. He's a pillar of the, the Giants team and, uh, we'll definitely miss. This is a guy where, uh, I was talking, I was actually talking about him earlier this year with, with my wife, where I was like, I liked him as a player cause he's an amazing player, but as a person, he doesn't really give much away. He's, he's kind of subdued, doesn't like doing interviews. Mm-hmm. But last year, he opted out of the 2020 season because he had uh, two prematurely born twins as a, um, in his family. And he's like, well, I've got the option, I can, I can just give away $20 million or, or risk my, my, my premature twins getting sick. So he just didn't play for the year. And right. I'm like, well, that kind, of, that kind of shows a person's character where you got the option of like, you know, playing a sport you love and, you know, earning $20 million or just going, I'll stay at home to make sure my kids are safe. Yeah. And he chose to protect his kids. And I'm like, well, since then, I was like, got to respect him as a human, not just as it's a, an incredible a, career. Nice, Gary. Yeah. That'll be one of the careers when people really look back at the, you know, even more so in like 10, 20 years and think, fucking hell, this guy was different. Because the whole thing, like, like I said, even just the fact that he stayed with one team, that, that blows my mind now. Because that so you if he wanted to, he could play till he's like thirty-eight or thirty-nine and then play yeah. two more years with a shitty team or maybe yeah. maybe a team like going for a, a pennant or something, you know? And he mm. could just get like two years out of him and he'd probably get twice as much money. And it's yeah. like, you know, that's so easy now for these players. So now he's just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> See you later. Had enough. See you later. Well, another testament to his character is in his farewell speech today, like his retirement speech today, he didn't mention himself once, which is very uncharacteristic for an American sportsman. Well, then he's got <laughs> no place on this show, Green. No, Gary! <laughs> it was the opposite Fucking of our show, where he spent 20 minutes talking about others Fuck and how, how they helped him. Fuck Buster <laughs> Posey. He's overrated. Fuck him. <laughs> we take care of the inver- inverted and narcissistic point of the show. Yeah. Um, with that being said, farewell, Buster. But you know, with the end of the MLB season to wrap up the show, mm. the good news is, Dave. The good news is, hot stove. Hot time, stove's baby. back. Yes, hot stove's back. Now, the the season had not even finished, so uh, we've still got the stove from last year. It was only, it was a short season last year, mm. so thankfully the stove we bought in last year, brand new, <laughs> still in good nick. We're still, all haven't, haven't even taken it out of the box yet. Like the boxes, we taken it out of the box. We plugged it in. We got the gas set up. We went gas. Remember, we remember yes, last year we went right. gas. We didn't want to worry about the you know, like overburning. We need to make sure we wanted we more constant. We wanted a more constant heat last year, Green. More didn't constant we? heat. Yeah, that's right. We bought we bought the big fat uh, eight burner. Yeah. Instead of the four burner, because we're like, look, if we're going to get the stove, getting to the the heat we need for this particular show mm. in the off season to to fill in. Definitely the not a two we'll burner though, because nobody would get a two burner. That one's a two burner. Yeah. Uh, we've got a big old eight burner uh, ready to go. We've got the pots ready. We've got the pots out. We've got fresh pots, remember, last year as well. We've got That's fresh right. pots. We've got fresh stove. The good expensive all, all shit from Europe, like some yeah. Germans made it or something. We don't know why, but they probably use some kind of special metal in it or something because it costs mm-hmm. twice as much. 
Exactly. So we got that all happening and we got that ready to go. So uh, thankfully, as soon as the season finished, I, I ducked out to the hot stove studios. We've got a separate studio. We, we never really exposed this to the fans. No. We've got our own studio. We've got, we've got the, the regular show studio. Open we've got the hot, the hot stove studio mm. where we because we want to make sure safety first. We've got a, it's in a, a fireproof room. That's right. Um, we've got, we got a couple of smokers. After the Dean Hutton debacle from years ago, we had to make sure everything was all. <laughs> The Dean, Hutt, the Dean Hutton saga. <laughs> saga. The incident. The court cases and, I mean, the you yeah. know, the lawsuits and it was just yeah. oh, the safety audit screener. Those were the killers. That was a killer. Yeah. So we, we had having, to, having sure to do all those safe. charity events for the Burns unit at the children's hey, hospital. Exactly. <laughs> you know. It's a bit awkward when we sent Dean there and they just got trauma. <laughs> no, keep away. Uh, no, 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 Dean, don't use the kettle. The nurse will bring you a coffee. <laughs> Leave the ice, ice coffee for Dean, just for safety purposes. Ice coffee only. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the they got the separate hot stove studio now, all with all the fire retardant, all that kind of stuff. Retardant. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel. Cancel. Um. So that's all set up now. Once again, I went in there straight after the season was finished. Mm. Uh, I, I I thought, oh look, I wait for the the World Series celebrations to to kind of, of simmer down, if you will, yep. before I turn the stove on. Yeah. And lo and behold, literally mm. minutes after the season ended, I saw this news, and I'm like, I've got to get the Bunsen burner going. Yes. Uh, the Brewers had signed right-handed Trevor Gott on a one-year major league contract. Sources told the Athletic he spent last year with the Giants in AAA, so the stove is already going. Nice, Gary. Literally minutes after the season ended, so I had to quickly get in there, got the studio set up, got the stoves ready to go. Once again, where we're, there's not even heat in it yet. No, like the, the gas. I, I just ha- I, I just cleared the gas pipes. There's and, no and- heat. There's no heat in it yet. The gas pipes are clear, and and Dean Hutton is being supervised in a facility. In a facility, <laughs> yeah. Greedo. Yeah, uh, but with that said, Trevor got over there to, to the Brewers. So good, good start to the hot stove demo. Good start. I think Beautiful it's going to be a big hot stove season. I think it's 116 free agents I read the other day. Okay, uh, that could potentially be stoved. That doesn't include so that, that's at least 114 <laughs> trades to Seattle. Then <laughs> I'll say crazy Uncle Jerry. Yeah, he's like, that's 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 the free agents. They're the signings. Oh, you just he's sign them in and trade them out. Yeah. Trade them out. <laughs> They'll bring him in. Ship them off. <laughs> Nice, Gary. Wheeling and dealing. That's it. If you ah. if you were a professional baseballer and you got traded to Seattle, Greeno, I wouldn't even unpack. No. I would just leave my suitcases in at the airport and say, can you just watch this for me? I'll probably be back tomorrow. I'll be back. I wouldn't yeah. even leave the airport. I'd be, I'd just be on the phone wait for the call oh. at the terminal. Go, Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> let me know. Should I stay on hold? Yeah. Give me the thinking music. We're, we're good to go. Let, let me know where I'm going so I can get a new ticket. Honey, honey, make sure that they are still got flights to Boston, okay? <laughs> Could be going back in the morning. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. The hot stove, it's good. It's back. Nice, Gary. I missed it. I, missed it. I, I, sent, you a, I sent you a tweet as mm. soon as I, I realised it was hot stove season, yeah. just in the excitement. It's, it's, between that and AFL Trade Radio, I'm yeah. just it's, – it's, it's part of my favourite part of this year. Yeah, getting uh, it done, Greeno. Got to get these deals yeah. done. Yeah. Getting it done on the stove. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got anything before we go, sir? No, I think we've done enough. We're yeah. up, we're up late enough. That's it. Uh, next week we're, we're off. Yeah, we are actually. We, we are next week, and we're back in back in a fortnight. Yeah. Um, we'll probably just yeah fill it in with a whole bunch of Jim M word gear. <laughs> the good stuff, Greeno. The good stuff, exactly. The good stuff. All right, so 
I guess we'll see you all in a couple of weeks then. Well, yeah, big thanks to Jim, by the way, for, for all the content we had in segment one. Absolutely. Fantastic. See you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you.